Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. So it's time to take a look back at a crazy year. What did we learn from this year? What happened this year that we should never allow to happen again? And how are we screwed by our government this year? Well, there was a lot of screwing by our government that happened this past year, and it's certainly something that we should make sure that we never, ever, ever allow it to happen again. Let's talk about this pandemic and start with, obviously, what the biggest story is of the year, and that is the pandemic. It is something that initially when it happened, people were freaking out. It was something when it initially happened, Some said, I'm not going to take it seriously. And then it was something that the media said, oh, no, you are going to take it seriously. You better be ready. You are going to take it seriously. And we are going to scare the living hell out of you to make sure that you take it seriously. We found out that it was an amazing story for the media. It was a ratings getter. And then there was something that happened early on something that we all should have paid attention to, something that I have to give credit to the scumbag liberals on the left. They realized very early on that this was a grand opportunity for them. 
Now, you may ask yourself, what does it mean to when, when I say a grand opportunity? They realized that COVID-19 could be the way they could win an election. They were terrified at the point when COVID hit that Donald Trump was going to win re-election and very well win the House. We also, by the way, picked up an unprecedented number of seats in the House, especially during a year when the president actually lost because Democrats figured out a way to change the way that we vote. They realized that if you could fearmonger people, they would be willing to give up any freedoms and or rights that normally they wouldn't be willing to give up. They realized the left and the media that you could test out new ideas, test out new ideals, change things, change the way that things are done in society. You could even dictate to people who they could eat with, who they could sit with, when they could worship. There was nothing that the left didn't try. Now, in some areas of the country, there was pushback. In some areas of the country, there were people that said no. Other parts of the country, they just said, tell me how high to jump and I will jump that high. Some of those places are New York. Other places that many of you would agree is Seattle. Other places that were also clearly places where we screwed up, and I don't think there's any other way to put it, are places like San Francisco, Michigan, and the list goes on and on. What the Democrats realized was they can take away freedom as long as there is a crisis that they can use to their advantage. And if there's anything to learn from this year in review, it is that when there is a crisis, you need to look at your freedoms and check them often, check them daily, check them hourly, depending on how much the media is beating their drum on a certain issue. I remember Nancy Pelosi early on, it was in like March or April, where she actually tweeted out, and it was very shocking. She tweeted out that we needed to secure the upcoming election, no matter what happens with COVID, and make sure that Americans have the right to vote. We now know that this was all part of a plan, a plan orchestrated by a a Democratic mastermind who said, hey, if we can get massive mail-in voting, everyone, we could have a huge impact on the election. If we can carpet bomb ballots to five or six places where we need votes like, for example, Georgia, Atlanta, Fulton County, Philadelphia, Detroit, we can swing possibly an entire election in our favor without it having to be nationwide or even statewide. All we got to do, all we got to do, all we have to do is change how we vote for a short period of time in the name of COVID. And they did it. Nancy Pelosi, she tweeted it out very early on saying, we must make sure that regardless of people in the pandemic, that they have the right to vote. And we are going to make sure that everyone has the right to vote, has the chance to vote, because it's so important that everyone vote. And the fix was in at that moment. The Democrats outsmarted us. Let's just call it what it is. We were outsmarted. The Democrats understood that if you send out these ballots, that you can 
and more than likely will change the outcome of an election. That's right. You can and will more than likely change the outcome of an election. This is the biggest thing that happened, in my opinion, this year. Not only did we give up our rights, but we also realized the intent of the Democratic Party. And we realized that the Democratic Party also understands something else. A good economy is not their friend. In fact, the better the economy got in this country, the worse things got for Democratic leaders. Why? Because they were losing their power over the people. They couldn't control people because when people could take care of themselves, they didn't need liberal ideas. They didn't need socialism dressed up as the Democratic Party. And so what they realized was also in the name of COVID-19 that if you could start to suffocate the American people financially, they would then start to be dependent on you again. Remember, the only way that socialism works is that the socialist government is strong and the people are weak. If the people are not weak, it doesn't matter. Right? If the people are weak, then they need you. And what we realized very quickly is that the Democratic Party said, we've got this. Let's start shutting down businesses. One of the examples of just how bad it has gotten is in Michigan. In Michigan, for example, Gretchen Whitmer, lockdown, have now closed 32% of Michigan businesses. That's right, the ongoing coronavirus lockdowns. And the scary part is she was on the short list to be the vice president, but they decided she was too white. Yes, they racially profiled her, and Joe Biden decided she couldn't have the job as VP because she's white. We'll deal with that coming up in a moment. But this ongoing coronavirus lockdown and restrictions that were ordered by this Democratic Socialist governor, we now know from data, has shuttered 32% of Michigan businesses, at least temporarily, this year. Michigan was second only to Puerto Rico in the United States for closures a territory that was hit by a 2017 hurricane and relies heavily on tourism. Nationally, the number is also staggering. 19% of businesses were impacted by government-mandated lockdowns. Pennsylvania trailed the Great Lakes State with 30% of their businesses being shut down, followed by liberal Washington State at 27%. Vermont, Hawaii, and New York each had 26% of their businesses closed during the pandemic, meaning they couldn't operate at all. Each of those states, along with Michigan, are all led by, you guessed it, Democratic governors. So why was this happening? Well, Democratic governors realized that if you are weak, they are strong. If you got a business and file for bankruptcy or whatever it is, right? You are weak and they are strong. Normal working people did the right thing. They listened to government early on with the lockdowns, and they were willing to suffer to try to make things better for everyone else, to try to get through this. Many people agreed to doing it for two weeks, which brings us to another story as we review this year. It is a story about a government that if you give them two weeks, they will take an entire year. Prove me wrong. Seriously, prove me wrong. Remember early on when we were told just wear the mask and shut down for two weeks and we will make sure that we have the curve that we flatten and everything will go back to normal. Remember that? Yeah, well, guess what? 
That's crap. And now for a year, they have been locking us down. Now for a year, they've been shutting us down. And now for a year, people have been suffering and they're losing everything this holiday season. So I'll go back to what I said a moment ago. In the states that had the biggest lockdowns of all, in the states where lockdowns were massive, what we now know is it was Democrats not necessarily maybe doing what was best for you, what was right for you, what you should be happy about. No, it wasn't that at all. In fact, what we have found out through all of this is they needed to get their power back. You don't believe me? Look at Republican governors for a second. Republican-led states, South Dakota, Arkansas, North Dakota, Utah, Wyoming, and Nebraska saw less than 10% of businesses closed during the pandemic. Michigan is in the midst of an extended pause, which is scheduled to expire. They say, oh, don't worry, just on a Sunday. The pause resulted in a regression of freedoms in the state and closed in-person dining, classroom learning, and several entertainment establishments such as bowling alleys. They're all now closed. And guess what? They're going to extend it again. Governor Whitmer later said it wasn't COVID. She claimed it was a security threat. She first claimed COVID, but later said it was a security threat. What security threat would allow Democrats to go in the building and Republicans not to go in the building? And I'm referring to when they were counting votes there. Yeah, security threats. You notice something here. Michigan governor likes to tell you that she's chicken little and the sky is falling all the time. And why does she do this? Because without it, people would say you're insane. Without it. People would say, you're crazy. Without it, they wouldn't give up their freedoms. But tell someone there's a security threat, and you can change the way people vote. Tell somebody they're going to kill people if they don't shut down their businesses, and they will, in the spirit of being careful, they will shut down the businesses. This, in my opinion, is the biggest story of the year. When they seize power, check your freedoms. More on this year in review coming up next. But first, if you want to help the people in Georgia with what's going on there with the Senate election, then you need to join AMAC, the number one conservative organization in the country, for free right now. I'm going to give you a free membership because it's important that we now stand with the people of Georgia and that we fight to make sure that they have a free and fair election. Uh, whatever happens in Georgia is what's going to be what, what, what's going to happen with the country. What's going to happen in Georgia is going to decide the fate of an, an unbelievable amount of legislation. If they're able to win in Georgia, it is over. The Democrats control the House, the Senate, and, and the White House. So, if you are ready to get in on all this action and to fight back and to stand with other conservatives to protect the Senate. Join the number one conservative organization in the country right now. It is called AMAC for free. That's right, for free. Call them. Use my name, Ben, when you call them. Uh, Or you can go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com, www dot benfreeonline.com you can get your free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country benfreeonline.com that's benfreeonline.com 
com and join the number one conservative organization in the country. All right, I want to get back to Democrats and, and the sick but brilliant move to use COVID for everything. I mean, COVID literally was everything for the Democratic Party in 2020. Join me now to talk about some of these stories and review is Kyle Olson, reporter with Breitbart News. Kyle, I appreciate you coming on our year in review. And, and let's just start with COVID. Uh, there's a very interesting article that you guys had at Breitbart that you were the author of about how in Michigan, for example, the lockdowns closed. Uh, at some point, 32% of all Michigan businesses like outright closed them. You look at other states, Pennsylvania trailed the Great Lakes State, but with 30%. Uh, We saw Washington State, 27%. Vermont, Hawaii, New York all had 26% of their businesses closed during the pandemic. Uh, And and you see that this was about seizing power because in Republican states, this didn't happen. Uh, And what what, what my takeaway for the year is when you see a crisis now and you see the media go all in on a crisis, and when you start hearing people saying, if you don't do something, you're going to kill grandma, you better check your freedoms on the hour, every hour, because something's about to be taken away from you. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, unfortunately, I think you're absolutely right. And what we saw across the country is governors like Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, Gavin Newsom in California, Andrew Cuomo in New York. That was their opportunity to seize power, to issue mandates. What we saw in, in Michigan, where I live, is the governor, Gretchen Whitmer, issued nearly 200 executive orders. I think she was at like 190, 180 executive orders before the Supreme Court finally ruled that the law that she was using to justify her executive orders was unconstitutional. And it wasn't until the the Supreme Court stepped in and said, no, that rule is unconstitutional. You can't do that. Um, that she finally changed her tactic. But see, that's the, that's the whole problem here, or a, a major problem, is that she didn't just say, okay, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Now, you know, we need to trust you. We'll give you the information, but you live your life, and you, we trust you, you know, to, to do the right thing. No, she didn't do that. Instead, she had a different department. Hours later, a different department issued some of the very same mask orders, social distancing, Uh, regulations on restaurants and other types of businesses. That's what progressives do is they use these opportunities to uh, to to run your lives and take your freedom away. You you know, you look at what she had done, and there's a certain point where many Democrats and, and we saw this with that Hillary Clinton tweet, because this goes back to the pandemic. We saw that Hillary Clinton tweet and one of her lawyers who got behind this with the Democratic Party very early on. And you you saw this drumbeat, and I blame myself, and you may blame yourself like I do for not catching this early on, but she said in, I think it was March or April, early on in this pandemic, that we have to make sure that everybody can vote, right? Everybody Mm -hmm. needs to be able to vote, uh, and and whatever accommodations we need to make, we got to do it, folks. It's just, it's, it's, it's what we need to do. It is important that we do it. And it, it, when you hear something like that, right, you think, well, of course, everybody does need to be able to vote. And if there is this pandemic and it's hard for us to get out to vote, we got to figure it out. we got to fix it uh, in a way that everybody can, you know, pull this off. Well, in reality, what they were trying to do is say, we're going to use this opportunity to make sure that we change the way people vote in areas where they're Democrats. 
I wish I would have caught this earlier on, but that's clearly what she was planning, and we missed it. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. It was the fundamental transformation of elections. And we saw that, again, perfectly in Michigan, where Jocelyn Benson, the Secretary of State, um, she runs in that in that, that group of blue, um, far-left uh, uh, secretaries of state who wanted to change the way people vote because they know mail-in ballots, absentee balloting is where Democrats can win. That That's what Stacey Abrams knows in Georgia. All right, we're going to deal with uh, what you just mentioned there about Stacey Abrams and part two of our look back over the year in our podcast. So make sure that if you're listening to this podcast, you tune in tomorrow. We're going to continue our year in review with part two. We'll take a look at Democrats and their strategies and what they have done uh, with this year and what we need to make sure can never, ever, ever happen again. And I'll leave it at that. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.